1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to If You Don't Like That, our open forum. We've got the Kings, who played last night, to uh, second preseason game. We've got the NFL, which uh, starts tonight in Kansas City. It's the Chiefs and the Broncos. I'm also excited to announce our newest sponsor here, to If You Don't Like That. All of that and Rhino in Sacktown. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great, Grant. It's the most wonderful time of the sports here. How are you doing today, bud? Yeah. I'm doing good. Let's get right into the Kings. Last night, taking on the Lakers at the Pond in Anaheim. Uh, Keegan Murray did not play, and they started Sasha Vizankov, and he had a rough night. Uh, He ended up playing 22 minutes. He was 3 of 10. He was 1 of 4 from distance, had 7 points. Nobody really shot the ball well uh, from downtown with the exception of – well, no exceptions really. I mean – You know, Harrison Barnes made three of six, which is good. But, you know, you look at the three-point shooting last night. They took 50, if you can believe that, 53-point attempts and only made 15. Uh, Malik Monk, two of nine. Uh, How about Davion Mitchell? Did not shoot the ball well. He was one of five from distance. Uh, It was just one of those nights. Kevin Herter, one of four from uh, distance. So, you know, 109 to 101. Yeah,
0: Grant, and you bring up a great point about the three-pointers. 50 is a ton, but I think it's going to be right around the norm that the Kings are going to be looking for this year. Mike Brown, all preseason preaching pace, 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 just to give you a little idea. The Kings last year, they averaged 88.8 shots per game last night, 94 shots. So when you're shooting the three ball as much as they do, and you're getting up and down the court, that's going to happen from game to game. I expect the three-pointers to come along in regards to Sasha, look, he's got to get his spacing right. He's got to learn how to play with these guys. This isn't exactly the most straightforward offense to step into. So that's what the preseason's for, Grant.
1: Amen. And as far as the pace, I'm okay with the pace, uh, but the reality is, based on what we saw last year, and I'm not going to you know, make any observations that are overboard after two games, but again, you and I have talked about this repeatedly. This Kings team is only going to win when their shots are falling they don't have any other way to beat you they don't have an inside game that can beat you they don't have defense that can beat you and so I'm fine and dandy taking over 90 shots a game but when you have nights like last night where collectively as the team you're not shooting the ball well from distance you're not going to win so that's just the way it goes
0: Yeah, Grant. And and on the flip side, their assist numbers have not been bad through two preseason games. Last night they had 30. But when you're talking about the shots not falling and the defense not likely going to be there, transition defense is where the Kings are going to have to make the difference this season and make the other team turn the ball over if they want to play at that phonetic of a pace.
1: All right. Uh, good stuff here. And we uh, say hello to everybody chiming in. This one from uh, Carson City, Nevada. Glad to have you here on the stream as we talk about the Kings. And we've got an NFL game tonight. How about these double digit point spreads? We got a double digit point spread tonight. And my beautiful New York Giants, they prevent offense of the Giants. Yes. They are already 14 point dogs in Buffalo.
0: Yeah. 14 is a lot in the NFL. I've seen it as high as 14 and a half. But with Daniel Jones likely out for this game. I mean, you got to think it's right around that number based on the way the Giants have been playing. They're not using Darren Waller very well. Defense has been spotty. Um, But in regards to tonight's game, division game, double-digit point spread as well, and who knows what Broncos team's going to show up.
1: Well, based on what I've watched this year, not the very good one. I mean, so – and I I just wonder how close that team is, that franchise, to just saying – Let's wave the white flag. Seriously, I mean that because we saw it last year and I haven't seen any difference at all in the Broncos this year. Sean Payton called out Nathaniel Hackett, called it one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history. I'm not so sure that the coaching last year was, it may have been better than what I see from the Broncos this year. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on with the Broncos, but they've got a long way to go.
0: Yeah, Grant, yeah, I, the difference I've seen is the Broncos are worse this year. And Russell Wilson, this is his second year. I know it's a different coach, as you mentioned. But if you're going to wave the white flag and hit reset on the franchise, what's the value? I mean, yeah. Russell Wilson, he has no value right now, Grant, with that None. contract. So, None. I mean, you might as well play it out and see where the chips fall and see if you can make a little bit noise.
1: Cody's saying that uh, windy conditions uh, tonight – in Kansas City, Travis Kelsey is uh, is expected to play, uh, so that is good news uh, for uh, Kansas City. And again, it's like similar to opening night where you play on a Thursday. Now, he didn't play in week two, but here we are, you know, after tonight, you get an extended break for the Chiefs. So, we'll, we'll see how long Kelsey goes tonight. Obviously, he's very important to the success of that franchise.
0: Yeah, more so than ever. You've seen it in the games where he's been so effective this year when he's played. He is that safety blanket for Patrick Mahomes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right. If you want to uh, fire away with your questions, do so. Uh, Cody talking about coaching last year. Uh, offensively was worse. The defense was top ten last season. Now they are thirty second. Well, I, you know, again, I don't. How do I want to break this down? I'm not really into what the offense is doing or what the defense is doing because. I think one has a lot to do with the other. Okay. If your defense is very good, they're going to get the offense, the ball a lot. If your offense is not very good. Well, they go a lot of three and outs and your defense is on the field a lot. If your defense is on the field a lot, they give up more yardage and common sense tells you they would give up more points. So, I look at. I don't really look at the rankings as much as a lot of other people. I look at one statistic in the National Football League after five to six games. Number one is point differential. And number two, which should be number one, is the standings. Okay? I look at the standings. The Broncos are in last place. That's what I look at. I don't really care if their defenses rank this or their offenses rank that. Here's what my eyes tell me, and the standings back that up. The Denver Broncos are a bad, bad football team. The New York Giants, the team that I root for, they are a bad, bad football team. That's it. You know, we don't need to sugarcoat any of this. Well, their offense is terrible, but their defense is okay. Uh Uh-uh. They are collectively a bad football team, both Denver and the Giants, period.
0: Yeah, they are. I mean, the sexy stat that's been out there, Grant, was going into last week, the Broncos statistically had the worst defense in NFL history under Vance Joseph. Um, But to even speak a little bit further to your point, I think the New York Jets are a really good example of this. You look at the Monday night game that they had where Zach Wilson really balled out and played well and they came up just short they the offense and defense played off of each other so well and those were two sides of the ball that were somewhat struggling when one does well it picks up the other side and then you get team continuity and teams start to grind and look a little bit better
1: well it could be worse it could be a Dodgers fan and they've <laughs> got to be the most pathetic franchise in postseason play forget about 2020 in a 60 game season I don't count that I don't know why anybody would count that as a the real deal So if you just don't even talk about that, this team has one of the top payrolls in all of baseball every single year. They have talent all over the field every single year. And the last World Series that they won, not counting 2020, was 1988. I mean, they win 100 games and they barely can win a game in the playoffs. They won one game this year. They got swept last year. It's just unbelievable, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and a lot of people are surprised by it. But just as you laid out right there, how are you surprised? This happens surprised. almost, I know you're not, but it happens almost every single year. And uh-huh. it kind of begs the question, because you hear all this talk about Otani. Is he going to stay in L.A. and just switch teams? Will Otani really even make a difference with this team?
1: Well, no, uh, he won't. And your your boy, Matt, in L.A., uh, <laughs> who used to fire away at me on the Rome show because I would kill the Dodgers and yeah. I would kill Clayton Kershaw, for his postseason performances, and he wanted to argue with me. And I go, hey, there's really nothing to argue. Here we go. It's a shame what happens to Clayton Kershaw on the postseason. Well, it's a shame if you're a Dodgers fan, that's for sure. Uh, His postseason numbers are horrible. And I used to love yelling at Matt from uh, Matt in L.A. on the Jim Rome show. Uh, I, I don't think Matt would be calling up if I were hosting a show today talking about the Dodgers. I have a feeling I wouldn't hear from Matt in L.A. if I had been on the Rome show this morning.
0: Oh, you might have heard it from him, but I think he was working today from 9 to 12. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> All
1: right. Here's one for you. I don't even know where this comes from. Michael says, I wonder if Sasha will slide into the second unit. Will he be a backup for Keegan Murray? L- let me explain something to you. He's not a starter. Okay. He started last night because why? It's preseason because Mike Brown is experimenting. Nobody in the Sacramento organization thinks that Sasha Vizenkov is starting. Nobody. Not the coach, not the general manager, no one on the team. Nobody looks at Sasha and goes, oh yeah, he's starting. He's not starting, okay? Now, if you have an injury or two, could he move up? Yes, but he's not starting. He's going to be coming off the bench. And right now, I think his minutes are going to be limited. Do I think he's going to be in the rotation as a top 10 guy? Yes, but he's not starting. I don't know why you would think that because he started last night, he's now one of Mike Brown's starters. No, he's not. You think that Keegan Murray's not going to start? Really? Yeah, exactly. And some
0: people are saying, hey, he can slide in there for HB. But guess what? I don't think Sasha's guarding a three in the NBA quite yet. And if you're thinking about Sasha starting, I would argue he's closer to getting some time in Stockton than he would be starting for the Sacramento Kings this season.
1: I've been saying this all summer, and I'm going to say it again. I wouldn't know Sasha if he came down and sat right next to me here as I'm doing the show. Okay, so I'm I'm being fully transparent here. I didn't watch him play in Europe. I talked to three different European scouts, three, okay, that watched him play on a regular basis. They all thought that he would be able to play in the NBA, but nothing special and would be a role player. Now, could they all be wrong? Yeah, they could all be wrong. But I'm going a lot by what they say. What will he be? Well, you know, we're not going to find out in the preseason, Ryan. I think people are so quick to judge I've been looking at my timeline. I've been looking at other things on social media and I love Kings fans. They're, They're the best. I mean, I love them. They're the freaking best passionate, but they are the most knee jerk reaction fan base other than the Cowboys fans that I know in sports. Seriously. I mean, chime down, would you please? You can't make any observations on two games that are concrete. We need to see Sasha play well into the first 20 games or so. As somebody that's never played in the NBA before, I think we get a real good read on him.
0: Yeah, exactly. And here's another thing that we're not thinking about, Grant. It's an 82-game season in the NBA. That's a lot more than they play over in Europe for their season. So um, he's going to have to take some time. You're going to see a lot of him in the preseason, and that's exactly what the preseason is. But you got to realize that doesn't always translate to the regular season just because he's getting minutes now.
1: All right, so uh, we got the battle of Texas going on—the Astros and the Rangers—and uh, we've got this text that says it will be a good series. I agree. I think the uh, Astros will win, but I think it goes uh, many games. And I, I but I, I, I agree with you. I think that's going to be one heck of a series. That's going to be a dandy.
0: It will be a dandy. And I think all roads lead through Houston. You got to take them out. They have been the favorites for many, many seasons. And uh, the Astros and the Rangers, I think the Rangers do have a lot of firepower, but it's going to be exciting either way it
1: goes. All right. Again, we uh, love to uh, have you right here on the stream. Uh, Garrison's talking about another test for the 49ers against the Browns' number one defense. Browns do have a pretty good defense, but they're not a good football team. And uh, I don't see any way that the 49ers uh, don't win this game. I know it's a large number, but I I think the Niners will go on the road and win at Cleveland. No question about it. Yeah,
0: it should be a pretty comfortable win, in my opinion, too, especially if Deshaun Watson does not play, did not practice yesterday. Um, The Niners, I know they haven't had a lot of early games this year. Sometimes they struggle in those, but this team's rolling right now, and I don't see the Browns stopping them.
1: Yeah, and again, the Niners aren't going to go 17-0. and 0. They're going to have a no. stumble one of these games. You know, it could be this game. It's a non-conference game after a uh, an emotional game on Sunday night against Dallas. And so if you're ever going to have a letdown, this would be the type of game that you would have a letdown in.
0: Yeah, certainly. It could be a game where the Browns get hot, they get behind the team, and who knows? It can all go from there, any given Sunday, as yeah. they say.
1: And then the Vikings are next. And as this text says, uh, no Jefferson, so that should be a W. I think the Vikings they can't win right now with Jefferson. I can't imagine them winning without him. No doubt about that.
0: Yeah, they're the Vikings are starting to get to that point where are we looking at throwing in the white flag, as we were talking about earlier in the show. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins, what do they do with him? Jefferson, does he want to stay in Minnesota? But they've got to put something together. Kirk has to get on fire for that team to roll because that defense isn't going to do.
1: All right, we got this uh, individual wants to know if there are any updates on my lawsuit. Uh, It's rolling along. We are in the middle of doing depositions, and Discovery will be over here in a couple of weeks, and then we move on to uh, the next step in that. So other than that, there's nothing to report. When there is something uh, of substance to report, I'll be happy to do that. All right, thank you very much for that. Cody has taken the Vegas Raiders in his survivor pool this week. How about that? Interesting. All right, Cody. Okay, being bold. Playing against the New England Patriots, who look horrible right now, huh? They
0: do look bad, but don't you think with a Bill Belichick team, traditionally, they're due for a bounce back? I mean, that's what the stats say. I'm not seeing it.
1: All right, we got uh, Garrison coming in here. I want to take a picture of this. Thank you very much. Talking about uh, Bennett's and the uh, outstanding evening that he had on Saturday. I was at Bennett's in Sacramento uh, earlier today for lunch, had myself a steak salad and the uh, wild mushroom soup, which is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Garrison, thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Michael says the Patriots look like a mess. No offense. Yeah, they do look like a mess. They, I don't know if they are as bad as the, the Giants, but border they, and we're going to find out because they play each other, but border, they yeah. look bad.
0: Yeah, they, they don't look right. And I, I think some of it's coming down or a lot of it's coming down on Mac Jones, but he's simply not getting time. If he can start making a few better decisions, he yeah. does have some talent there. So it, it comes down to him.
1: All right. I want to say, uh, I want to take a moment here and welcome our newest sponsor. And I'm, I'm really excited to have Blazona Development and their new project uh, in Calusa. All right. It is Sunrise Landing in Calusa. All right, now this project started in 2019 and it consists of 180 houses in all. Now, phase one already sold out. They're all, they're in phase two. Now both phase one and two consist of around 40 homes and uh, there are gonna be five phases in this project, Sunrise Landing. All right, now listen, there's no HOA, no Melrose. They have several move-in ready options with a variety of different floor pa- uh, plans and elevations. The uh, six models go from 470000 to the mid-630s. They've got special owner building financing. They've got specials right now, including solar and option upgrades. That is Sunrise Landing in Calusa. Uh, so happy to have Blazona Development as one of our newest sponsors right here on If You Don't Like That. And if you want more information, all you need to do is go on to their website, calusa.com. Sunrise.com. You can look at all the models, you can look at all the information, learn more about Calusa. That's sunrise.com So thank you for joining me and Ryan right here on if you don't like that. And I would also point out, uh, we are getting ready to go crazy with our programming here. Ryan and I are also going to be on Sean Salisbury's new app, Pro Sports Fans. So if you haven't yet checked out Pro Sports Fans, do so. But if you are interested in becoming a sponsor, whether it's with Ryan and I, whether it's on my podcast, whether it's my daily shows, we also have an opening on Wednesdays for when Jerry Reynolds joins me. You can be a sponsor of when Jerry's on with Ryan and myself. Uh, It's all there for you. And if you are interested in sponsorship news, in other words, sponsorship availabilities, drop me an email at gnapier at gmail.com. Dot .com but really happy to have Blazona development on and thank you very much uh for them being part of the show.
0: Absolutely. Welcome on Blazona.
1: Yes, indeed. All right, um we got Haunted House checking in. Hey fellas.
0: <laughs> What's haunted, up, buddy?
1: Ha- How you ha- doing? I always say Haunted House instead haunted of Haunted you know, House, or, you, know? Yeah, know, was- you know. I know, I'm sorry. You know, my eyes are going bad, but we love having him on. He's great. Uh, love being on their show and everything they do. So you're you're freaking awesome. Glad to have you with us, man. Glad to have you here. You know?
0: Yes, indeed. Yes, Haunted indeed.
1: horse, you know? What is a what is a haunted horse? Do you know what a haunted horse is?
0: I, I have no idea. I'm still trying to figure it out. Maybe a haunted horse can tell us what a haunted horse is. Well, exactly. the reason
1: why I said house again is because we're right near Halloween. And, you know, you hear a lot about haunted houses for Halloween. I've never quite, in, in my mind, when I see haunted horse, I'm not really sure what a haunted horse is.
0: Yeah. yeah, but it's unique though. See, it sticks in your mind right there. So he, he did something right.
1: Well, how about his response? I don't even I know. Even
0: know. <laughs> Attaboy, like, Chris. I,
1: I think maybe you were out having a few too many when you decided to uh, name your show, you know, and your avatar and everything. So all good. Oh my god. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. He a says Broncos it's all, fan. Good. all good. Thank <laughs> you. You got
1: to be a good sport here. Uh, and thank you very much for uh, the new sponsor. I'm excited to have them on and uh, just. Dennis um, is a phenomenal guy and huge, huge Kings fan, by the way. Big-time supporter of the uh, Sacramento Kings. So, very happy uh, to have them on here on If You Don't Like That. All right, so two games coming up with the Warriors. Saturday, and then I think it's, uh, it's Tuesday. And then they play the Jazz the next night, and then that's it for the preseason. And then you get ready for the game on the 25th. Very interesting that your first two games – are against Utah and Golden State, mm-hmm. and those are three of your five games in the preseason.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. Probably good, too. Get an extra look at them. You see them, obviously, in division. But um, you know what? I, I think the Kings, they've had a shorter preseason this year. They moved it up. Their first preseason game was only five days after camp opened. Yep. So we'll get a good look at what they can do in a couple more games, and then it's time to go, Grant. I mean, there yes. is no waiting around. You are playing in conference, in division, right out the game.
1: All right, Dog wants to know, and that's why I'm on my phone. I'm looking at the schedule. He wants to know what I think is the uh, marquee matchup uh, of the week. So let me look at the schedule real quick. I did my picks for the Pick'em League. By the way, hey. if, you haven't got, if you haven't gotten your picks in, get your picks in because we got a game starting here in two hours. Uh, but here are your games after tonight. All right, let me run down the schedule real quick, Rhino. Baltimore's at Tennessee. Washington's at Atlanta. Chicago hosts Minnesota. Seattle's in Cincinnati. Cleveland home to San Francisco, Carolina at Miami, Indianapolis at Jacksonville, Saints are on the road in Houston, Patriots and Raiders from Vegas, Arizona's at the Rams, the Jets host Philadelphia, Detroit at Tampa, the Giants and Buffalo, and Dallas is at the Chargers. I know a lot of people are probably going to disagree with me. The one game that I want to watch this week is Seattle and Cincinnati. I think this is a moving type of a game for both of these teams. And I think for Cincinnati at home – After their offense finally came alive last week, I think this is a gigantic game for the Bengals. Seahawks always seem to play well on the road, already winning at Detroit this year, blowing out the Giants on Monday night football. I think this is going to be a heck of a game in Cincinnati on Sunday.
0: Grant, you took the words out of my mouth. This game means so much to both teams. The Bengals need to continue building momentum. Hopefully, Joe Burrow can remain getting healthy or staying healthy. Um, And the Seahawks, look, they've had a really good start to the season. I want to see them come in and pose their will on the road with a team that, you know, could go either way at this point with the season. And more importantly, the Seahawks are going to be coming up into a stretch where they play the Niners two times in three weeks. So this is a really good time to kind of build that foundation and the momentum.
1: All right. Riley says that Damian Lillard quoted that he's mad that he got traded to the Bucs. He wanted to be in Miami. Wonder how the Bucs feel about that. I didn't see that. Did you see that?
0: i did not i did not are you,
1: are, you, are you sure it was his account and not a not a fake account uh because uh, i've heard nothing but positive things from damien lillard since the trade i didn't see that and i, I i'm not saying that you're wrong but sometimes you got to look to see if how many followers he has and that will tell you right away if that's really damien lillard or somebody else
0: Yeah. And it kind of seems like something he would come out and say in an interview or in print, not necessarily Twitter. Um, But Grant, I can't think of a better situation that he could have landed in outside of Miami.
1: No. um, You know, the, the real issue is if you don't have any winter clothes, you're going to be spending a lot of your money on your winter clothes. But other than that, I mean, he is in a great situation. I mean, right now to me, it's a two team race in the East. It's Boston and it's Milwaukee. And I think both those teams, you can't, forecast injury but both those teams are loaded right now
0: yes they are and uh i I think it's going to be that two-team race that race that you speak of but i think boston has to be the top team going into the season right now but health is going to be everything
1: uh c-dog wants to know what my thoughts were on the rankings uh on espn's ranking fox and bonus uh sabonis outside the top 20 i think help me out here c-dog they were like 26th and 27th respectively uh, in the rankings, I- I'm okay with that. There, there are co- like for- there are a couple of things that did not make sense to me. Like for instance, Victor Wembanyama is already you know listed as a top 50 player in the NBA. How's that possible? Like how, how is that possible? I mean that- it- that's just st- st- stupidity. I-, I don't understand that. You know? It's driving the hype train, Napes. That's it- yeah. all it is right there. Uh, and again, he follows up that Damian Lillard is in the middle of a divorce. How's that affect him on the court this season? I don't think it affects him at all. To be honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I think it's a non-issue. Yeah.
0: Grant, you can attest better than I can, but I think a lot of these guys deal with a lot of situations similar yes. to that, that you never hear about. So should exactly
1: be a lot of fans don't understand. And I, I don't say this in a condescending way. Athletes are human beings. Okay. They go through a lot of the same stuff that we go through. They may have a family member who is ill. Uh, they may have a child at home who is a special needs child. Uh, they may be going through a divorce. They may have a variety of issues that they're dealing with just like you and I and so many others. Okay. The fact that they make millions of dollars does not make them immune to a lot of the same things that we all go through. And the vast majority of people just like you, just like me, just like Rhino. Okay. When you have an issue at home, you still go to work, you still figure out a way to do your job, and most people don't see any difference in your job performance. Now, there are some that are bothered by personal issues, but in my opinion, they are few and far between. So, I think that is a non-issue.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm with you, Grant, 100%.
1: Yeah, all right. All right, we love the uh, questions. Uh, All right, so, c Dog, why was no Keegan-Murray bizarre? Oh, you're talking about in the rankings? I'm sorry. He wasn't even in the top. Wh- where where was he, Sea Dog? He wasn't in the top 100, or was he not in the top 50?
0: No, I think Harrison was. Harrison was, Harrison was the in last. The 70s game. Somewhere, I thought he was in the
1: 90s. 90, oh, okay, my bad. But he wasn't nowhere near the top 50. No. Yeah. Do I think LeBron James is still a top 10 player in the league? I do personally. I do
0: yeah i think you still have to have him in the top 10 just what he brings to the court as a whole he can play so many positions and just having him in the locker room is a difference maker
1: i don't know how see i don't know how keegan murray wasn't in the top 100. i mean you're going to put zion williamson ahead of keegan murray a guy that can't even get on the court you're going to put victor Wembanyama, all right who's never played in the nba ahead of keegan murray i mean and i'm just using guys to pop out at me okay the, 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 these rankings are asinine. They're ridiculously stupid. They they really are. They're just absurd. I mean, they're stupid. And I did glance at them because I knew that I'd be getting questions on this show. So I did glance. I didn't study them, but I glanced. And particularly, I was looking to see where uh, the Kings players were. Stupid. It's asinine. You're going to tell me that Keegan Murray is not one of the top 100 players in the league? based on what he did in his first season, and you have Victor Wembanyama, who's never stepped on the court, and somehow, someway, he's ranked in the top 100. You're going to have Chet Holmgren, who's never played one NBA game ahead of Keegan Murray. That's asinine. It's stupid.
0: Yeah, uh, so Zion, he's proven in a sample size that he can be a dominant player. His flaw is staying on the court, as you mentioned. The guys that haven't stepped foot on the court, uh, you can't have them in the top 100. Makes no sense. And Grant, there's so many of these rankings out there that it feels like everybody's making a ranking system for yeah. players. Um, so it, it is what it
1: is. Yeah, and I saw this, and that's a great one, c Dog. The fact that Carl Anthony Towns is ranked ahead of De'Aaron Fox or Demonte Sabonis just shows that people have no idea what the hell they're talking about. In no world, as you are exactly right, would, would, would anyone take... Carl Anthony Towns ahead of De'Aaron Fox and DeMonte Sabonis. If you had 30 general managers in the room, including Minnesotas, they would not take Carl Anthony Towns ahead of De'Aaron Fox or DeMonte Sabonis, period.
0: Okay, but Grant, if you had 30 fans outside of Sacramento, they would probably take him over Sabonis and Fox. You're right.
1: Towns. You're right. You, you are absolutely correct. If you had 30 fans, there are probably at least 50% of them, all right, for the Bowling Green math, that would be at least 15, that would take Carl anthony Towns above Fox or Sabonis. And they're, they have no idea what the hell they're talking about either.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's the West Coast. It's the reverse bias for the West Coast because a lot of people don't stay up to watch the Kings games. But again, the Kings got to make some noise for that yep. to change. Those well, players have to play better than they did last year.
1: Well, they made some noise last year. They were on the freaking All-Star team, were they not?
0: They sure did, but now they gotta back it up with a second one. Fox yeah. has got to get an MVP vote. That's what it's gonna take, Grant, for the Kings and their players to get that national shine that Kings fans are so obsessed with at this yeah.
1: point. I didn't This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash grant. See Minnesota in the playoffs. All right. What do you see happening Monday? Cowboys charge or let you go first?
0: Um, I, I see what we saw in San Francisco to this, not the same degree, but similar degree. I don't think the Cowboys have really played anybody this year. Now, granted, San Francisco is a special team. They are by far the best team in the NFL, the deepest team in the NFL. But Dak Prescott is still Dak Prescott. He struggles under pressure. He struggles under the big lights. And I think that Chargers team is very, very talented. You just have a decision maker on the sidelines that sometimes doesn't make the best decisions.
1: Well, I think that goes for both sidelines. I'm not sold on either head coach here. I think Dallas is going to win. I just, I can't imagine Micah Parsons being quiet two weeks in a row. Uh, I think he'll be a difference maker on Monday and I'm rooting for the chargers, but I I think Dallas will win this game. I think they're going to win this game. Um, You know what? This is a sports show. Um, This is not a political show. So maybe that would be a question that would be better suited for another show. I mean, I, I don't think I have to give you my opinion on political events when I'm doing a sports show with Ryan, and we're talking about the NBA and the NFL. If I'm doing a show where I branch out, or if it's an open forum Wednesday on Listen App, okay, on an open forum Wednesday, you could ask me my opinion on that. I'm not so sure that it would be an answer that would go into a lot of detail, because I'm not an expert on this. But this is not the right platform to ask me about this. This is a sports program. We're talking about the Kings. We're talking about the NFL. We're talking about the baseball playoffs. We're not talking about wars around the world, but thank you very much though for uh, chiming in. All right. Amazing. You know, and again, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to put this on the screen for everyone to see. I'm going to give you a choice here. All right. And you're the one that's going to make the choice. I'm not going to make the choice. You can either get blocked from the show or you can keep it to sports. Now, if you wanna continue to go down this road and voice your political opinion on this particular show, then I'm gonna block you, okay? I'm not talking about world events on a show that is centered around professional sports. There are many shows right now on the internet and on TV that you can immerse yourself in and get all the information and all the opinions that you want on world events. This show, this hour, is about sports. So I'm going to leave it up to you. All right, you, you that that's it. That's your last warning. You put another message up like that on the screen. I'm going to hide you from the platform. All right. Um, where were we at? Oh, we were talking about the the the, uh, the Monday night game, and we were Monday talking night. about. That. I was yeah. well. You know me. I've been saying this for years about Dak Prescott. And I've had people call up and criticize me, and that's fine. But until you prove me wrong, I'm right on Dak Prescott. I said this, and I'm going to continue to say it. I said this two years ago. I think he is the most overpaid quarterback in the National Football League, period. And I think he is an average to above average quarterback at best, okay? He's not below average. He's average to above average, but he's not in the category of good to very good, and he certainly isn't great. And the Cowboys are never going to prevail in the playoffs with Dak Prescott as the quarterback.
0: Well, I I, I think it would be a safe assumption to say we've seen the best of das, Dak Prescott already in his career, and things aren't going to change much more from where they're at. But in terms of overpaid, you got to throw Deshaun Watson's name in there. I mean, I know it's guaranteed money, but what's going on with this guy? I mean, it it really kind of bugs me that you have a bone bruise. And granted, I'm not a doctor. It's not my body. But if the doctors are saying you can play and your tight end, who has first-degree burns all over his face, is able to play a couple days after that, I know. how does that work in the locker room? Grant, did you see the pictures of David and Choku?
1: Yeah, I know. It's unbelievable. It really is. Connor wants to know, who do you think is the best team in the NFL currently after San Francisco, Buffalo and Kansas City? I think Philadelphia is. I think they have the uh, the best personnel and they haven't lost the game. I, I think it's Philadelphia. I, I think it's Kansas City
0: uh, until so he, said, he
1: said after oh, it... Buffalo, Kansas City and San Francisco. Yeah, um, I'm torn. The fourth best team is what he's asking.
0: Yeah, I got you. Thank you, Grant. Um, I'm going to go with Miami. I know that they didn't put up big numbers like they did against the Broncos, but uh, the speed on that team, Grant, if they can stay healthy and they can keep Tua going, there is a lot of special things happening in Miami, and I think they could easily come out of that AFC.
1: Well, they got blown off the field in Buffalo two weeks ago. You can't discount I know. that.
0: You can't discount that. But they are still, uh, there's something there, Grant. There is something. I know I, they're
1: a playoff team for sure, in my opinion. Yeah. But I, I'm personally not putting them ahead of Philadelphia. In my opinion, if they played the Eagles, I would pick the Eagles to win. I think they actually play the Eagles this year. That should be a fun game. All right, again, we love the uh, folks that are chiming in here. And thank you for everything. And don't forget about Bennett's Westside Grill. They are at the Blue Oaks Town Center in rockland all you need to do is go to bennett's Restaurants.com, check out their menu make a reservation bennett's west side grill at the blue oaks town center in rockland grant and rhino here on an open forum thursday getting you ready for thursday night football with the broncos and the chiefs uh michael wants to know about james harden Wonder if he's really going to be traded to the Clippers. I don't think he will. Been hearing it on multiple sources. Well, have we not been hearing that for the last six months? And it has not happened yet. So I'm not really thinking that's going to happen. What do you think?
0: No, I until it happens, I'm not going to believe it. I mean, he was reporting to camp with Philadelphia. Who knows how that works out? But, you know, I don't see, even if he does go to the Clippers, how that helps the Clippers.
1: All right, here we go. We got a top seven on the line. We've got San Francisco, one, followed by Philly, Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami, Detroit, Seattle. Uh, those are his top seven. So there you have it. Uh, I'm i not so sure. Kansas City has not played well this year yet. I mean, they really haven't. They, 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 they are not looking anywhere near the team that we saw last year. Now, again, I know it's early and I know mm-hmm. they've had some injury issues, but they, they they don't right now look to be the dominant team that we're accustomed to seeing. That, that's my take when I watch them play. Yeah,
0: but Grant, couldn't you kind of say that about most of the teams behind San Francisco on that list? There's been weeks the Eagles haven't looked good. The Bills just lost to the Jaguars. You know, it, it's kind of, to me, up for grabs right now.
1: Yeah, um, it is up for uh, grabs. But I'm just, and again, they don't hand out trophies in October. And the, the key in the NFL is to be relevant Yes. Until you get to Thanksgiving. And once you get past Thanksgiving, then the game is on, right? Those th- That's when we know who's for real and who's not. And uh, so uh, my thoughts on the Bucks: I think they've been a very surprising team this year. Uh, they're, they're a lot better than I thought they were going to be. They've been very competitive. Uh, they still have a chance to win that division. I, th- I think maybe New Orleans is the team that beat in that division. But uh, I- I've been pretty pleased with what I've seen in Tampa. I mean, they're not great. But I had them going five wins this year, and they're already, you know, three and one. They had a buy. I mean, raise your hand if you had the Bucks going three and one to start the year.
0: Crickets? <laughs> you know, you, you said it. They're not great, but they're gritty. And that comes from Baker Mayfield. This guy mm-hmm. has just stuck around, kept his head down, worked yep. hard. You saw what he did last year on short, short notice coming in for L.A., and uh, playing well on a Monday night. But, you know, I, I'm so happy for Baker and that team. Yep. To me, one of the funnest things about the NFL season is seeing teams like that that you don't expect to do well.
1: Well, I think Baker is a great example to Zach Wilson, yes. to Trey Lance, and these other young quarterbacks where it has not worked out with their first team. And it, you you persevere, and if you believe in yourself and you get an opportunity... and Listen, Zach Wilson's getting another opportunity. The same situation with the backup, you know, Sam Darnold is one snap away from being the starting quarterback of the 49ers and maybe he can become the next Baker Mayfield. So I think if I'm a young quarterback and I've already, you know, met failure early in my career and I'm a high draft pick, I'm looking at Baker Mayfield to keep me motivated in terms of keeping my head on straight that, Hey, I can still be a starting quarterback in the NFL
0: hundred percent. I'm picking the brains of those guys. I'm picking the brains of your Geno Smiths. I mean, who had it tougher than Geno coming from the Jets and how rough that stretch was? Nobody. Nobody, yeah. And to land on his feet in Seattle and be doing what he's doing right now with that team is incredible. I mean, he's making John Schneider look like a genius for pulling the trigger on that Russell Wilson trade.
1: Sea uh, Dog wants to know if I think that the Rockets can make the playoffs this year, and I really don't. Especially with the Porter situation and them releasing him, I, I don't think they're ready in this West. I do think Oklahoma City will be in the playoffs this year. Houston, to me, I mean, you, you got to. I mean, there's only ten teams that can be in, including the play-in, barring a lot of injuries. I don't see Houston being there. I do think Houston's going to be significantly better than they were last year, but they're not a playoff team.
0: No, but I, yeah, I agree. I see Houston being that team that teams are going to take lightly going into a back to back and they're going to knock you around. I think they can play well four nights at a time, but I, I don't think that they're going to ultimately make the playoffs.
1: All right. Love all the uh, folks sending us their messages. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we will wrap up the week. I will be on Listen app tomorrow next week is going to be a very disjointed week for me so i just ask you to uh bear with me i'm going to try to do a show on monday on listen app right before monday night football at four o'clock maybe 4 30 but i'm definitely going to try to do a show at four o'clock on monday I will not be able to do a show on Tuesday. It will not be possible. There will be absolutely no show on Tuesday. And I, I when I say four o'clock, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do Sean Salisbury on Monday. I may ask him to move it back uh, if he can an hour. I don't know. So just you follow us. And, and, and please, if you have not yet subscribed to this channel, do us a favor. Just hit the subscribe button. It would mean a lot. Uh, give us a thumbs up. We'd appreciate it. Really helps out with all of the... Algorithms and the analytics and all of that stuff. I'm learning all of this stuff. So thank you very much. So just bear with me. Next week's going to be a crazy week for me. I'm going to do my best uh, to bring you as much programming uh, as we can. Um, this is funny. Uh, heard that the Cowboys blame the loss to the Niners to the faulty intel from Trey Lance. You know what the best line? <laughs> the, the best line that I uh, saw on social media after the game is that uh, Dak Prescott threw his helmet in disgust, but it was intercepted.
0: <laughs> That's good stuff. That is really good. Anytime a Dak Prescott joke takes over a Jerry Jones joke, you're doing all right.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. Incredible. That um, is unbelievable. Great. So yeah, stuff. tonight I'm gonna be watching uh Thursday night football and I'm gonna be watching the Sharks take on Uh, The Golden Knights in San Jose, so I'll be uh, flipping back and forth. So I got a busy night tonight, and then uh, tomorrow we'll wrap up the week right here on Listen Up. You're not a hockey fan, are you?
0: Uh, You know what? I am a growing hockey fan. I I am getting a very, very new appreciation for the game. In fact, I watched some of the Kings game last night, and I stepped back and I said, hockey referees, got to be the toughest refereeing job in refereeing. You're, you're in this small space with these big dudes on ice, and you've got to be able to, like, kind of squirt around. you got to break up fights. Name a harder ref job, Grant. <laughs> Name one.
1: I can't, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's
0: not. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's right. The Sharks have been horrible lately. Uh, and this one, I hope the Sharks can have more than eight home wins this year compared to eight home wins last year. Jeez. How about oh, that, huh? Yeah. Wow. You know, absolutely, man. All right. Should I get rid of Buccaneer uh, for life? Give me a yes or no on this real quick. All right. We'll take the first 10. I'll count them up and we'll go majority. So uh, you get rid of them. Yes or no. All right. First 10. All right. I'm being diplomatic here, don't you think?
0: Yeah, it's a democracy. I like it. Exactly
1: right. Absolutely. Now I have the final vote, by the way, just so you know. Okay. (laughs) Yes, it's a modified democracy. You know, I mean, right? We got one, two, three, Uh four. I I I, no. no. Okay, that's fine. One, two, three. Oh, I said the all right. So we're five. Could be a tie. Five one. He's innocent. What do you mean by that, Madden? Tell me what you mean by he's innocent. Riley says yes. Won't miss his hot takes. Get him out of here. Well. I think that the folks have spoken, have they not?
0: Uh, tough crowd. I mean, I think we got to side with the folks, Napes. Yeah. I, I I think what Madden's trying to say is the first question, okay? If you're not always here, it, probably not the right question. But then the follow-up, bad. bad All right. Bad, well.
1: Bad. Okay. Uh, oh, uh Bucks fan second account is Madden. All right. Uh, I am not a dictator Riley. I can promise you that. Okay. No, I am not. Oh my gosh. Oh Oh boy. All right. So, uh, I did, I hit him for a while. If he, if he, uh, we might put him on, like, uh, in a timeout for a week or two. How's that sound?
0: That works. That works. All right. We, we will caucus again, everyone (laughs) and reconvene.
1: Yeah. Those timeouts were awful. Even as a kid, I hated the timeouts. And, I, you oh, know, me, I had a big mouth. I kept on popping off. So my five minute timeout would sometimes go up to an hour, you know, because I I didn't, I just couldn't control myself.
0: See, so. you you had the parents that stuck to it where it's like that's an extra five minutes. Some people had the parents that didn't stick to it, so they'd pop off and not get in trouble. But timeouts <laughs> were the worst. And, you know, the second one, we ran into this with my son today. When you get called to the office and you have no idea why why you're getting called to the office, you start going through your head. Oh boy! Did I wash my hands in the bathroom? What What did I not do to get boy, the? Pr- the here?
1: principal at my school, uh, we got we were on a first name basis early on, and that was not <laughs> good. You know. <laughs>
0: That's not good. Oh, my <laughs> and God. And that's before cell phones, Napes. That's before you can get a Google line and say, this is my mom's phone. I know. That, here's Call the problem. Her.
1: I, I I took German as a, an elective in junior high school, and I always had gum on my mouth. And my teacher said, you need to take the gum out of your mouth. So I took it out of my mouth. But when she wasn't looking, I would put another piece back in. And <laughs> I would end up in the principal's office. And the principal would go, why are you here? I go, because I had gum on my mouth. He goes, what did it, is, does the teacher allow gum? I said, no, because it's a, a language class. He goes, well, then don't chew gum. Next day, I'm chewing gum. Next day, I end up. He goes, were you chewing gum again? I said, yes. He goes, I better not see you in here again for chewing gum. But I used <laughs> to chew gum every day, but then I got to be very, very uh, clever with it. You know what I mean? So I would never be chewing when the teacher looked in my direction. I would just be like.
0: Oh my gosh! And then it, the
1: teacher, the teacher would turn her head and her head, uh, and then I would stop. Yeah. That
0: I'm Napier. A good, I'm
1: a good. I'm a good role model for any of the young people watching our stream right now, huh?
0: Yeah. That Napier. He just he has this look on his face, like he needs to go to the bathroom all the time. <laughs> you know? But hey, it, gum. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. Could be worse, my friend.
1: Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, they weren't unstoppable in the Super Bowl, were they? Nope. I remember the Patriots 2007 was a special season for them. Brady and Moss, simply unstoppable. Their defense was also uh, top in the NFL. That's true until they got to the Super Bowl against those New York football giants in Arizona. Very, very true.
0: Yes. I think you had a firsthand uh, seat for that one, right, Grant? Uh, yeah.
1: uh, Yeah. Not that one. 2011, oh, I took my Not the one in Arizona. Actually, uh, Chris Russo offered me a ticket for that Super Bowl in 2007. And there was no way I was going to not share that game, win or loss, with, without my boys. So I said, hey, I, I appreciate it. I'm going to stay at home and watch the game with my boys. And we just had the best time watching the game. And there's no way I was going to leave them in that moment. Uh, so I said no. Yeah. I
0: love that. I I absolutely love that because it's so much more important sharing that with them than just being there on your own. Great stuff.
1: Yeah, uh, that, that was incredible. And I, of all the great times I've had at a sporting event, that's the most special day, night, 48 hour period at a sporting event that I've ever had with my kids. So, I mean, they'll remember that forever. I obviously remember it forever. And, you know, that's what it's all about. And, you know, the chances are they'll never be to another Super Bowl again. And I'll never probably be to another Super Bowl again. Uh, first of all, I don't know how anyone could afford to go to a Super Bowl. Oh, right? Yes. So, yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. All right. Uh, keep the questions rolling right here. And uh, don't forget that for your plumbing issues, just go to New Works Plumbing. They've got a fix for you. <laughs> Call the number on your screen or go to sackserviceplumbing.com That's sackserviceplumbing.com They've got a fix for you. 916-713-1010 for all of your plumbing needs and repairs. All right, Monday night or Thursday night football, you did in the pick and pool, who'd you take? I have not picked yet, but I'm going to oh, okay. go Kansas City. right, I'm going to I'm going to lay the points. Are you waiting just to see make sure who's playing and who's not or are you just not?
0: No, nope, I, I I'm just being lazy. to be right. honest with you, so. But you to yeah. take you're going to take Kansas City. I'm going to take Kansas City, lay the points. I don't think tonight's going to be close. I, I think this will be the night Kansas City shows out.
1: Okay. Divisional game, but I the way Denver's looked, I can't I, – I, I don't know how anyone could have any faith in Denver.
0: But, Grant, his divisional mattered to Denver this year? Look at what the Raiders did the first game yeah, of the season. Yeah, it sure against doesn't look Denver. like it. You, you know? know? Uh, it, the Chargers got him, even though yeah. – so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I picked them, too. You know, I picked them, too. Uh, this, this, As you said, this is a great time of year with the NBA starting up, the first Kings game on the 25th uh, in Salt Lake City, then two nights later here in Sacktown on the 27th. Don't forget that Ryan and I are going to have a lot of programming, and we're also going to be on the uh, Pro Sports Fans app. Really check out that. Yes. Go to Pro Sports Fans. Uh, check it out. You can download it. iPhone, Android, whatever. Um, it's It's... It's a heck of an app and Ryan and I are going to be doing some live shows on there and some other things. We'll also have some uh, watch parties on there and everything else that's on a uh, pro sports fan. So check it out.
0: Yeah. And get familiar with it right now, everybody, uh, yes. for every NFL team, you have somebody that is covering that team. So yep. if you're a chiefs fan, if you're a Niners fan, go check it out right now. It's really, really good content.
1: This is a very interesting question. Cody wants to know, Uh, do I think that Stephen A. Smith had a big part in spreading a negative narrative in regards to uh, Terrell Owens? No, I think he did it to himself. I mean, does Stephen A. Smith uh, bring it back to light? Yes, but I think Owens has always uh, had a lot of negativity surrounding him for the way he was as a player and the way he was a malcontent, how he uh, was so hard on his quarterbacks. You know, I I can't blame that on Stephen A. Smith. And, And Owens says some pretty stupid things at times.
0: Yeah, and, you know, actions, again, speak louder than words at times. And Owens has had his struggles, as you laid out. So I I think Tio's one of those guys. But to take this a different way, is there any other retired NFL legend making more of an ass of themselves than Jerry Rice right now at 49ers games?
1: I've said this for a couple of years, and I've seen Jerry Rice up at Tahoe I don't know if I've ever seen a bigger egomaniac than Jerry Rice. Jerry has got a head bigger than the stadium that the Niners play in. And I understand that he's the greatest wide receiver of all time, and I don't really think it's debatable. And I get all of that. But Jerry's biggest problem is he can't handle not being in the limelight. And he acts like an idiot an absolute idiot at the 49er games. He's throwing a football around before the game. You know, he's got the, the, the uh, enough's enough already. I mean, it's, you know, I actually feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, yeah. I really do.
0: Yeah. I, I it, When they were doing their soft open on the field before they kicked it to the booth, they mentioned three or four times, we've got Jerry Rice dancing right here in front of us. And it's like, man, just like you said, you are the greatest receiver of all time just sit there and you get the same shine. You don't have to be doing those things.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know? Yeah. Uh, the guy is just a freaking egomaniac, you know, an, an egomaniac. All right. Any final thoughts before uh, we wrap it up and uh, move on and get ready for Thursday night football in a little more than an hour?
0: Um, No. You know, I'm looking forward to, I think, like we would lay out. There's some good games this Sunday. Um, And, I'm also looking forward to what's next for the Kings heading into the start of the regular season. I'm, you know, I think a lot of people in Sacramento right now, Grant are kind of raising the, or, you know, (laughs) blowing the horn because they've lost two. But it's good. They're doing good things. So I'm excited to see how this progresses in training camp and uh, rolling into the regular season. Just so you
1: know, last year, the Kings didn't win a preseason game or excuse me, they didn't lose a preseason game. They won them all, and then they started off the season 0 and 4. Don't worry about preseason. It means that's nothing. That's right. That's right. You, know? you
0: remember who started the first couple of games at 4? Uh, or at 3? Or, yeah, at 4 last year?
1: Yeah. Easy well, Paula. Yeah. That's right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So go. things change. Think yes. about that.
1: They do. All right, buddy. Have a good rest of the day.
0: All right. Thanks, Nate. You too. All
1: right. And, again, I want to uh, give a special uh, shout-out to our newest sponsor, right here, if you're joining us late, and that is uh, Blazona Development and their project in Calusa, Sunrise Landing and Calusa. I've spent a uh, good time on it earlier in the show, but if you want more information, all you need to do is check out their website and you can check out everything that they have. I'm very happy to have them on this stream, all right? Uh, I really am. It's great and I, I can't thank them enough, all right? Uh, Just check out their website. I had it up on the screen a moment ago. I'll see if I can uh, read it off to you. Here it is right here. Go to CalusaSunrise.com. That's CalusaSunrise.com and check out their uh, project. Again, I'm grateful to have them right here on the podcast and our live streams, Sunrise Landing and Calusa at Sunrise. Dot com. Hey, folks, uh, enjoy your Thursday night football, and I'll talk to you tomorrow over on Listen app. probably three o'clock. Uh, I'll let you know tomorrow. If you have not yet already subscribed to the show, please do so. It would mean a lot to us, and give us a thumbs up as well. Thanks very much. Have a good rest of your Thursday, everybody. Bye-bye.